and thank you for listening to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. This is a passion project I have to bring you insight and tactical advice that you can take and run with today from myself and a very talented and genuine group of guests brought together to help you take your family experience from good to great and build that foundation of confidence and respect and wisdom that every parent wants to see their child master before they ever leave home. What I really love, though, is connecting with you and giving you a space to connect with each other, which is exactly why the Family Architects Club exists. This private parents club is designed for every parent going through the 6570, those 6,570 days of the parenthood childhood dynamic, which is where your most influential and most impactful window exists as a parent. And this community supports, it guides, it laughs, it builds together to help you in the greatest project that you will ever have as a parent. That being the 6570 Family Project. So I invite you to come on into this club, get to know people and see what is waiting for you, including a free members only gift that you will love and use over and over and over again as a parent. So I can't wait to see you there. And you can just go to NellieHarden.com slash community. Again, that's NellieHarden.com slash community to get connected and get your free members only gift. So I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. If you are a parent of a tween, teen, or somewhere on the way, this is exactly the place for you. This is the playground for parents who want to raise their kids with intention, strength, and joy come and hear all the discussions, get all the tactics and have lots of laughs along the way. We will dive into the real challenges in raising kids today, how to show up as parents and teach your kids how to show up as members of the family and individuals of the world. My name is Nellie Harden, big city girl turned small town, sipping iced tea on the front porch mama who loves igniting transformation in the hearts and minds of families by helping them build self-led discipline and leadership that elevates the family experience and sets the kids up with a rock solid foundation they can launch their life on all before they ever leave home. This is the 6570 Family Project, let's go. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the 6570 Family Project Podcast where we are putting aside our power struggles and finding the path to lead our young women toward confidence, wisdom, and respect that they need in order to prepare them for the great big world out there. And today we're talking about a big topic because When we are talking, uh, uh, many of you have children that are between 9 and 18. Many of you have young women that are between 9 and 18. And as you know, as that parent or you're getting close to that time, there are a lot of really difficult conversations that have to happen with our kids during that time, whether it is about school, whether it is about future plans, whether it is about relationships, friendships, or uh, intimate relationships that they're having, whether it is about some uh, judgment calls that they made, some decisions that they made. There's a lot uh, maybe sibling rivalries, maybe some attitude problems. 
You, the list is endless, honestly. And there are really difficult conversations that need some preparation. You just can't go into these conversations blindly. You can't go in without a plan um, because they can turn sideways or sour really, really quickly. And so I want to give you just five quick points today in our time together of how to prepare and have difficult conversations with your kids. So if you uh, have some uh, pen and paper, definitely jot these down. And if you're listening in the car, uh, just listen intently, and then maybe you can uh, recall them later or listen to this again. It'll be short and sweet so that we can really get to the heart of the matter with these five points that we're going to talk about today. So So number one, um, we want to stay calm. So I had all of these start with C so you guys can, it's easier for our brains to hold on to. So number one is calm. You don't want to go into a difficult or heavier conversation when you are not calm and and you're all wound up. Uh, You have a lot of emotions that are flooding. You have a lot of ambiguity in your emotions and feelings that are happening and you don't have a lot of clarity. So as the parent, you really want to come into these conversations with as much clarity as possible. So calm is definitely the state of mind that you want to be in. Uh, Many people, if it is your thing and you do that, pray um, before you go into these conversations um, because you want to uh, have a solid state that you are standing on, a solid foundation and not just be willy-nilly and, you know, arms flailing, the emotional equivalent of one of those wind socks with the arms flailing, right? We don't want to go into a conversation like that. And actually, if there was an altercation or something happening, one thing that you you can do before the conversation is have that letter written. And I won't get into many details of that. That was all in episode 28 um, that had to do with the written word and how to use letter writing uh, as a Uh, form of bringing clarity to a difficult situation or a high emotional uh, situation. So sometimes you have those letters going in, which brings such great insight as to what you can talk about in these uh, conversations. But sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, but definitely go back and listen to episode 28 if you have not already. But calm is our first one. Secondly, you want to construct a plan. And I am not saying that we need to go into, in fact, I'm, I'm definitely recommending you don't go into these conversations in a robotic fashion, right? But you do want to have some specific goals and keep it very simple. You don't want to go in there and say, I need to know about this, 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 and this, right? That's way too many things for one conversation. And if the conversation lasts too long, you're going to lose them or you're going to lose your temper or both, right? Uh, Or they're going to lose their temper, right? So you want to have some very specific goals. I want to know, you know, we need to figure out this one thing here. We need to figure out why this one thing happened. We need to figure out what we're going to do about this one thing, right? So if you can have one, maybe two things that you are having this conversation about, that would definitely be ideal. And another part of having this construction uh, part of the um, 
of this difficult conversation before you even have them is if you have a spouse, uh, do this construction part with your spouse. The worst thing, one of the worst things that can happen when you're in these difficult conversations, if it's one child or or many of your children and two parents is to have the two parents coming at this conversation with two totally different points of view, perspectives, and two different goals and outcomes while you are in the talk, right? That breeds a lot of animosity between parents and spouses. And just a lot of frustration for the adults, a lot of confusion for the kids. So it's really important that parents get on the same page before you go in to have this talk so that you know what you are looking for, you know the tone that is going to be set, you know what the goal is um, and how you are going to uh, speak to them about it. Maybe even if one parent is uncomfortable talking about something, be like, okay, so you're going to take this part and then we'll kind of explore that. Okay. You're going to start us off. Okay. That's great. Depending on your level of organization that you want going in again, we're not putting together an Ikea dresser. We are having a difficult conversation with our, with our child or challenging a discussion. And sometimes depending on your level of comfortability, I'm not even sure that's a word, but your level of comfortability, you can construct this plan. Okay. So we had be calm, right? Construct a plan. And then the third one is connect. So now you have actually established connection with them. You've gone into their room. They're down in the living room. You're going on a walk, whatever that is. You want to be at the same eye level as them. Okay. You don't want this domineering uh, type mentality. Be at the same eye level as them. Uh, come with lots of questions that you might've, you know, prepared with the um, constructing or just keep asking why, why is such a powerful word that we can use with our kids and things like, so can you tell me more about this? Can you tell me why you chose to do that? Can you tell me why this happened? I want to understand you. I want to be here for you. But in order to do that, I have to understand what is going on. I have to understand why, you know, this happened. And so lots and lots and lots of questions. When you're going into these conversations, it is much better to listen much, much, much more than you speak. Okay. Um, we have something that we do sometimes it's just called the sharing circle and you sit down, uh, and we, we have them knee to knee, right? So if it's two people, it's just crisscross applesauce on the floor, knee to knee. And so everybody is, you know, feeling, uh, seen, everyone is feeling like the attention, um, they have the other person's attention. Sometimes, uh, I even hold hands with my, you know, young ladies as I'm talking with them, especially if they don't want to hold my hands, to be honest, because they might be feeling, obstinate. They might be feeling like they have uh, this power complex and I want to struggle with you. And if I gently hold their hands, not grabbing, not grasping, right? I'm just gently holding their hands as we're knee to knee and crisscross applesauce, right? And um, then it just opens up some layers that would otherwise be built up in front of you. You know, they, they put up a brick, you take down two bricks. They put up another one, you take down two more, uh, these walls that they're trying to build around themselves. And 
you know, understand that they're trying to put those walls around themselves because they don't feel safe and secure. So we need to get them to a place where they feel safe and secure so that we can actually have this difficult conversation, right? Okay. So we have calm, we have construct, we have connect, and our next one is communicate. Okay. So in that we really want to validate their thoughts and feelings and stay on track. Don't follow the rabbit trails. Remember, we came into this with one, maybe, maybe two goals, but really one goal. So stay on track with those goals, right? And understanding that our kids just want to be seen, right? It's that safety and security we talked about with Connect. And they want to be seen. They want to know that they're validated in their feelings, in their uh, in how their emotions are. They're not necessarily validated in their actions, which is probably why you're having this difficult conversation in the first place, because we are only known by our words and actions. So probably it is their words and actions that have preempted this discussion that you're having. So those are not always validated, but their feelings are validated, right? Because they are their feelings. It's just like, you can never unvalidate someone's story. It's their story. Um, so helping them understand that and feel validated, stay on track. They want to be seen. And there's some really big ones that you are on the, like, do not do list, if you will. Um, number one, do not interrupt. Okay. Do not interrupt. Now, if you have one, like I have, and she likes to drone on and on and on, and she's literally saying the same thing in different words for 20 minutes. I just put up my hand and I'm just like, okay, I understand what you're saying here. Um, and you've said it a few different ways. So can I speak and respond to that now? Right. Um, and it's okay to do that, but don't just come in and, and overlap their speaking. Right. So do not interrupt. Do not use the words always and never. And we want to teach them to not use those either, because lo and behold, it will be like, oh, my sister always does this, or you never do this. And that is not the case, right? The always nevers need to come out. And we learned that my husband and I were in a great marriage program gosh, probably 10 plus years ago. And that was one of the big, big things that they encouraged us to use whenever we're talking is never, never use always and never. That's a, that's a okay way to use it right there. But when you're talking about someone else's behavior, right, you want to stay away from the always nevers because they're definitive and they cover everything. And it's just, I mean, 99.999% of the time it is not true. Uh, if an always never is used. And then the third one is do not mock. Okay. Do not mock. It can be really hard sometimes, and it can be even a go-to sometimes, but really try to stay away from mocking. Like if they have a big reaction or you're trying to tell them something and it's easy to mock and I don't know about you. I have never seen, um, you know, a comedian on stage or any, like anyone like that, or, or an in-person, uh, what is it? A impersonator, right. That actually gets it all right. And not to mention the fact that when you're speaking with your, uh, son or daughter, and in my case, my daughter, right. The way that she is portrayed on the outside 
is different than the way that she is being portrayed uh, than the way she thinks she's being portrayed from the inside. You think about it like a, like a uh, movie projector, right? So the person that is operating the movie projector in the movie theater is sitting back in a room and they have this little uh, um, player doohickey thing. I'm not even sure what it's called. Look at my super technical words here. And the image is what, maybe two inches in diameter, And then the people in the audience are sitting there and they're seeing this on the big, big screen. They have their snacks with them. They have other people with them, right? It's two different perspectives of the same thing. And so when you're mocking and you're saying what is on screen, that's not what they're seeing when they're back with the projector. I hope that makes sense. So mocking is something that you should definitely try to stay away from. So those, those big no's again are do not interrupt, do not use always never, and do not mock. And with communication, just validate their feelings and stay there a while, right? Be vulnerable with them. If they have something that they're going through, understand where that's coming from. And, uh, you can, I I guarantee that if they are, upset, sad, embarrassed, humiliated, shameful, guilty, right? All of those things have roots. doesn't matter what the circumstances, but those feelings have roots. And I guarantee that you have felt that way with something before. Share those, share, have them see you as the human uh, and not just the authoritarian, right? You guys are a team as a family. And so if you can share your vulnerability and, and they can see that you understand where they're coming from. It will make things so, so much easier. Okay. And then lastly, you want to close and you want to close with love and understanding and a game plan. You do not have to agree. It is not about getting to a place that everyone agrees on everything. And you know, I agree that I was all wrong or I, you know, you agree that I was all right or anything. We don't have to agree, but you do need to come to a point of understanding and respect, right? Respect the fact that they're going through this. They need to respect the fact that you are also going through something as the parent of them going through something and that you're taking your time and your mental and emotional and physical energy in order to help them and love them and guide them. So come to a point of understanding and respect at the end and you need an action step for whatever you came into that difficult conversation with, make sure there's at least one, maybe two, maybe three action steps that you can take. Because if there's not an action step, then there really wasn't any movement forward with that difficult conversation, right? The action step could look like a hug and I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. And let's uh, do better next time. And this is how we're going to do better. If you just say we're going to do better next time, then that's too ambiguous. And it's just put into the let's try trash can and nothing really happens, right? But if you put a definitive action on it, like, okay, let's, let's work on our relationship a little bit better. Let's um, go to dinner in the movies this week, just the two of us. Let's spend a half hour together on Thursday nights, just the two of us. Um, let's, you know, or 
or if it's someone else, if this conversation was about something else, like let's do something about that, but put a definitive action on that close. And again, if it's for you, pray it out. Um, so again, just to go through those, it is stay, uh, get and stay calm, come into it calm, right? Construct a plan, keep it simple, make sure you're on, uh, on the same level and, uh, same ideas of your spouse, right? come in with one thing that you want to figure out. You want to connect with lots of questions. You want to communicate and you want to close. So calm, construct, connect, communicate, and close. So I hope that you've gotten so much out of this uh, uh, today because Lord knows that we have so many difficult conversations that have to come up every day. I have four daughters. And so my daily quota, I think is like uh, three of these a day, at least uh, difficult conversations. And once you get the hang of this and once you're like, okay, this is what we want to do. I'm calm now. Uh, they're calm now. So let's connect. Let's communicate. All right. This is our action step, right? It just becomes this cadence of things that you're going into, but it's a practice. The first time we did this, it, we were terrible at it and now we're much better and we'll get even better after that. So don't think that you have to be perfect. You only have to try. I was just speaking with someone uh, as a guest speaker this morning, and um, we were talking about how we take all of the good from our, that our parents gave us, but we really also take all of the mistakes that our parents uh, had and we build on them, especially those mistakes that we see they are not perfect people. They're flawed just like we are. And when they, uh, when they flaw, they just get up and they do better next time they apologize and they move on. Right. And that's what we need to do too. You do not need to be perfect. You just need to try. Okay, you guys. So we will be back with another episode of the 6570 Family Project Podcast next week. And remember, guys, just keep teaching, keep laughing, keep loving, and remember to keep showing up with intention during the 6570 Parenthood Childhood Experience because they need you. All right, everyone. I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you were able to take something from our discussion that you can use to build the foundation of self-led leadership in your own family. If you are a parent with children 17 or younger, and especially those around nine and up, I would love to extend an invitation to you to the best club in town. The Family Architects Club is a private club where intentional parents go that want to love, support, connect, or reconnect, and really truly help guide their kids and teach them how to self-lead in discipline and leadership. This is an online community, and you are welcome to it. Parenting is a project, and you are the architect of this one. You plan, you design, and oversee the construction of the beginning of someone else's life. And that's what goes into these first 6,570 days. And it will be the foundation for the rest of their lives. So come join the club. You can find your invitation on the front page of my website, nellieharden.com. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N 
www.thecreativeshift.com. Thank you again for being a part of this conversation today. And if something really resonated with you, or if you have a question, please don't hesitate to connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at Nellie Harden. And lastly, if you love the information, please, please leave a five-star review and a comment so more and more families can be impacted by harnessing the strength of these ideas and tools in their own families. So thank you so much. Happy building, you guys, and I'll see you next week.